Drunk Botany, Episode 5. Hoist a glass and prepare to enter a world of gardens, brews, botany, and booze. Here's your host, Bill Creation. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Drunk Botany. Joining me today is Carly Ivansky, hot on the heels of an epic cater out from Fire and Ice on Toby Creek in Trucksville, Pennsylvania. Hi, Carly. Hi. Today, we are going to be drinking whiskey because that's exciting. Uh, we actually have two types of whiskey today. Um, I picked Bullet Bourbon. Uh, it's a Frontier-style whiskey. I picked it because it is really good at mixing. And that's what we're doing today. And on behalf of Carly, I picked up the Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey because I know that that's the whiskey she drinks. Do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do, Carly? I'm Carly, and I go get fire nights. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Oh. Don't be nervous. Uh, I'm going to actually fight with this bottle to get it open. So today, we're going to make whiskey sours. But we're going to do it weird. Mm. Cheers. We should have got drunk before. Well, today we're going to use uh, eggs to make our whiskey sour. This is what they call the Boston sour. Um, So-called because of the egg. Do you think that um, you could show me how to crack an egg in such a way that I don't get shells everywhere. Mm -hmm. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> I'm separating two, right? Yeah. Perfect. I feel like we need at least two eggs. I'm going to go grab a cocktail shaker. When did we meet? Like a year ago? Mm. I think a little over a year ago. Yeah? The baby was four months old. Yeah? Now she's 16 months. So you took that time off and then it was like time to get back into gear? Uh-huh. And it's basically been catering ever since. Yeah. With the odd lunch? Yeah. Okay. We're going to go through what I call a dry shake, which is when you try to integrate these stubborn egg proteins into the sour mix and if you were to shake it that long in a regular cocktail shaker i'm going to use a mason jar right now but if you were to do that in a regular cocktail shaker with the ice in it the ice would melt down and water down your drink entirely too much okay so we're going to do this and the whole reason that you want to add an egg like this to your sour mix is because it enables it to froth up real nice it makes like a nice picture looking thing uh see see how there's those bubbles it's because when two they eggs was a lot no i think two eggs is fine because we're each going to have a drink you know um we made this sour mix didn't we yeah. yeah yeah so we wound up with about 15 ounces of juice do you remember like how like how many fruits we used and what we did i think it was close to six to seven limes we did use six limes I used awesome a lot. Yeah. i like more limes than oranges because I think that the lime adds better mm -hmm. sour mix to it. I used to work for a bar manager at an Applebee's, and he was always like, what kind of 
idiot puts lime in sour mix. And I was like, you know, I've read in like authentic 1920 sour mix that it's like equal parts lemon and lime and sugar. Well, I didn't put, I didn't put sugar in this. Um, actually I used simple syrup that I made out of local honey. Uh, I used the beekeeper's daughter that's based out of Dallas, Pennsylvania, but I used, I stole your water. Can you tell me a little bit about your water? Yeah. Um, it's from Courtdale on Corby Road. The borehole, it's called. It's called the borehole? Mm-hmm. Now, this is like you get this from, like, a pump? Yeah, they have, like, it's next to a creek, and you park, and, like, it's on, like, did you ever, you've never been on Corby Road? No, I've never been on It Corby goes Road. all up into the back mountains of Larksville. Like, it's a narrow road that only one car can fit on. No kidding. Yeah, it's at the very bottom of there, though, is um, the borehole, and you go back to, like, this little trail, and it's back there. There's cameras, so no one can, like rape anybody oh well that's good not raping is probably a plus <laughs> um but it's very secluded and it's nice awesome like mm-hmm. now this water's not gonna kill me right no it's great i'm probably water. more in danger of the egg right probably more in danger of city water yeah yeah well, city water. <laughs> uh i would like to take a moment now i feel like there's like a thing that they put on restaurant menus and things that say like undercooked meats and raw eggs are potentially bad to pregnant women. So I would like to put it out there that, um, that, uh, you do run the risk of salmonella in It's very much so because the eggs in the store that you buy are like over a month old. Well, you know, you know, um, when you buy eggs in Europe, they don't have to be in the refrigerator Mm -hmm. aisle. They're fresh. Okay. But what we do is uh, in America, we run them through like a, a bleach wash or something like that. Now, it's my understanding that, like, salmonella has always been, like, on the outside of an egg, which was why they had that bleach thing. But then, like, sometime in, like, the 80s or so, like, salmonella, in crazy rare instances, had managed to penetrate the shell of the egg and gotten into that perfect area. But, like, you remember, like, in Rocky, where he's, like, cracking the egg into his mouth before he goes for his run? You know? That's what I like about the idea of this drink. You know what I mean? This is my Rocky moment. All right? Now, I just... Make sure, you know, so that I don't get sued or anything to tell you guys that there is a potential of danger here. Like, there are risks in life. and uh, Given like, that these are fresh eggs, though, I think we're fine. Yeah. Well, these are actually a friend of ours. That Full disclosure, Carly and I work together at Fire and Ice. Um, <laughs> and a friend of ours actually had access to fresh eggs because she has hens. Um we're going to do two of these, all right? So I want to try your Jack Daniels first, okay? Because that's your whiskey. So bottoms up on the drink that you oh, do God, have. Really? Yeah. This might take a minute. That's all right. I'm going to make mine. <laughs> that's because it's so cold. I know. Well, I love ice. My core body temperature is still 195 from work. Well, that's because you're in a hot kitchen. You know, I've never actually drank this drink before. I've always wanted to try it. Did you ever make whiskey? I've made whiskey sours a thousand but times. with the egg? No, not with the egg. I'm oh, so excited cool. for it. Good enough? Yeah, I'll okay. take it. Now, I, when I make cocktails like this, like to use like this Boston shaker. It's just a metal tin, and you have what they call a mixing glass. But if you're me, you call it a pint glass. I like to take mm-hmm. all the ones that have been 
obtained through bars by means, be they shady or not. Not that I advocate theft or anything of that nature. But, like, for instance, right now, uh, on the cocktail shaker that I have, it advertises um, Hop City Barking Squirrel Lager. <laughs> but I like the two-piece thing. If you are using one of those cocktail shakers that has, like, the three pieces that are a pain to wash, you probably know why I am using this one. Plus, uh, I feel like it was, like, my 25th birthday or something. My then-girlfriend, who then became my wife, actually took me to Boston as part of my uh, present. And um, they had these shakers in every one. Now, I'm not going to strain this because I want the ice. But you see how the bubbles stay on this? Yeah. That's the egg that That's does actually that. actually very exciting. Yeah. Uh, now, you're not limited in this cocktail to... Um, to whiskey sours. Cheers. I like how you gave yourself more. Well, well I have more in here. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Needs more whiskey. See, I think it needs a little bit more honey. Really? Yeah, that's okay. I have more whiskey in here. We need cherries, too. We do need cherries and oranges, and I meant to have that all together, but, you know, sometimes the stress of trying to get everything together for a show... Uh, complicates it a little bit. Anyway, so this is again with Jack Daniels, which I think is actually a really solid whiskey for mixing. Like, I don't drink Jack on the Rocks the way that other people do. Oh, too much whiskey? Yeah. See, you didn't trust me. <laughs> I told you what we needed was a touch more of the honey syrup. Maybe honey too. Let me mix that. We'll see how that... Oh, mine's perfect. But I'm really anxious to have you try this bullet. Um... Bullet is a fantastic blending whiskey. Like, it works really well. Um, but what I was saying before that is you're not limited to using this type of sour mix just in a whiskey sour. In fact, what I would prefer to put it on above any other drink is in a Long Island iced tea. Right. Because, just because of, like, look, we've been talking for how long is this? And there's still all these bubbles on here. Yeah. It's because some people used to put, like, dashes of club soda in there. But then that fizz goes away. And sure, it looks beautiful when you first do that. But, like, let's look at it from the perspective of, like, a bartender at a restaurant. And um, if you put your drink together and you make a nice, like, whiskey sour and you put, like, a little splash of club in there to give it that little tiny bit of fizz or that bubble, you could take a picture of that drink right there and it'd be beautiful. Okay, but by the time the bar or the server gets over to it to carry it out to the table, it's not going to have that same presentation value when it got out there, you know. So these guys discovered the the concept of the egg, and I feel like that works just like a meringue. But mm -hmm. see, I don't understand the science of that. Like adding air to egg white. Yeah, that's all you're doing. Like a lemon meringue is also you just whip the egg white. It also uses um, citrus. No. So like these two things meant to go together. Well, separated? The, yeah, like the lemon pie is like a lemon custard. That's where you would use the egg yolk and the lemon juice and the sugar. And then the egg, like the meringue on top, is just sugar and egg white whipped. But custard also has egg, doesn't it? Yeah. Isn't that what but makes it's the a different, custard? Yeah, there's the egg yolk makes the custard and the egg white would make the meringue. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, this is stuff that you don't know if you're not like a person who like cooks things. That's so simple though. I know, yeah. <laughs> well, because you learned it somewhere, well, you know? I actually learned it when I was a kid. My grandma taught me when I was eight. No kidding? Yeah. So uh, you, you whip know, the egg white until it peaks. 
which are little tiny points. You know, I learned that about shaving. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I um I uh when I was in when I was in college, I used to go through this whole thing where I wanted to learn to do everything the hard way. Uh, and th- that mentality, like yeah, the mentality continues to this day. <laughs> so I learned to whip up my own shaving cream uh, from um, like that shaving cream puck and the boar bristle brush and That's like awesome. the things. Yeah, so I still do that to this day. My friend Jamie would love that. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, but I remember people were like, "Oh, it's like making a meringue pie. You go for stiff beaks." And I was like, uh, "Dude, I'm a boy. I don't make you know." <laughs> not to uh, subscribe to gender roles, but my own personal experience w- did not include making meringue pies. Uh-huh. You know, take your um, shoes off and get in the kitchen. <laughs> That's what you got to do. <laughs> take your shoes off. Stay a while. <laughs> this is really good. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm anxious to try. With the other one. Yeah. But I need to go grab some more ice cubes. You are so not prepared. I know. I don't have as much froth as you. You frothed yourself and not me. Yes, no, I frothed the heck out of it. <laughs> are you ready for round two? Mm-hmm. Wait, kind of. You drink faster than I do. Yeah, I do. I need to consume more liquids. In general, like today. I'm sure I you tend didn't to agree with that. Water than I did. No, man, I had a cup of coffee this morning, and that was it. I didn't even eat lunch. I made smoothies for lunch. Oh yeah, that was lunch. I count that as lunch. Right. Not the liquid lunch that I'm accustomed to. <laughs> now I'll have you know, I put more whiskey in this one for you. Again, we're gonna work through those stubborn egg whites in the dry shake. And then we go in here. This is going to be the end for us. All right. I have a new appreciation for Jack Daniels that I haven't had since I was like 20. What? I don't know. I just never really drank a lot of Jack Daniels. I was always like a... I I feel like I decided very early on that I was going to be like a bourbon guy. And like Jack Daniels has like um, a very strict interpretation that they are not bourbon. Okay. So, uh, at the time that we're recording this, 4th of July is just a couple of days away. And bourbon, by act of Congress, is actually the spirit of America. It has, as defined by Congress, uh, a very specific grain bill. It has to have a certain percentage of corn and a certain percentage of barley and, you know, the different grains that are in there. And I believe that Jack Daniels actually fits into that category. But they filter all of their whiskey through charcoal. And that one step in the process differentiates themselves from bourbon. So I feel like they actually went through a court proceeding to make it so that they are not actually bourbon. That's why it says Tennessee whiskey. That's awesome. I know. It is pretty cool. Or pretentious, depending, you know, like I love, I love pretension because like, I really like learning about new ways of doing things mm-hmm. and I don't care whether your nose is up in the air or not. If your end product is awesome. This is good. I like this better. I think. Bullet is where it's at. Now, mm-hmm. when I first turned 21, this is one of the first bourbons that I used to drink and it's because there was like a whiskey advocate thing and they used to put it up in the liquor store. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like the egg white. I think I'm sold on egg whites now. Oh, we use... Um, Crappy Stella Mix, or do we make our own? I, I don't know if it's like... We don't make our own. We absolutely totally don't make our own. You totally get Harry on board with this. 
I don't know how many people ordered whiskey towers, but like. I don't know if I can get behind doing. Okay. A moment on sour mixes, okay? <laughs> we used like a big jug of sour mix. I want to say that we used dailies. It's a solid sour mix. It's really good. But the problem that I have with most sour mixes is they give me heartburn. Like I drink a couple and then suddenly I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. whiskey sours tend to be the drink that I drink when I'm trying to slow down. Like if I'm at a wedding, I'm going to drink whiskey sours so that I make it to the end of a wedding on an open bar. Yeah. But this sour mix is not like that. Like, what are we on? Our second one of these? And we're drinking them pretty quick. Yeah. And we've used all natural and all local ingredients right down to the water. I mm. think that's awesome. That's why I wanted to do this with me, because I had borehole water. So I just thought that it would be really cool to uh, try doing it this way. But the other sour mix that I had that is actually my favorite, and you're going to judge me. All of you are going to judge me. Applebee's has a sour mix, and it comes from a powder. All right, but it gets this frothy state like this. I don't know what evil chemical is powdered in there. Powdered egg white? It, uh, maybe it is powdered egg white. I don't know. I don't know if that would have the same effect, but it might. I didn't even know powdered egg white existed before this moment. You can powder anything. And you're nodding your head in agreement. I can't believe this. Like, <laughs> I have to look at about. You might sell me on powdered egg white for making this at home. No, you should always do it like this. I should always do this like this. Yes. You know, we'll get chickens. <laughs> you know, my brother raised chickens. Which one? Uh, Sean, the Viking. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Did he kill them and eat them on like rotisserie that he made? And no, we them? had a very specific rule about not eating pets. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> my dad always used to. My dad always used to say that would be like eating the cat. And it's true. It's true. You know. <laughs> yeah. Except that cats are not delicious. You don't know that, though. I don't know that. Have you tried it? I have not. See? You don't know? I don't. I like this whiskey much better. I know, right? It blends bourbon. so well. But when you drink this bourbon with the ice cubes, you were not so into it. But with the sour mix, this is perfect. It's smoother. It's so smoother. And it's got those weird vanilla notes that I was talking yeah. about. It's so good. Bullet bourbon, I'm telling you. Anyway, uh, if I could buy the powder from the Applebee's sour mix, I absolutely would. I would just have it on hand at all times. They probably just because, don't have an ingredients list. Like, do you see? I think they do, but it was all like chemicals that I didn't understand. And again, uh, it's like eight years since I looked at this packet. Mm -hmm. Applebee's might not even use that uh, sour mix anymore, mm -hmm. but it was awesome. I'll tell you. Like, it's where I learned to bartend. But it used to, if you shook. Your Long Island iced teas, which was not per spec, you could get this same Boston sour froth, and it would stay. I used to have a lady in Piscataway, New Jersey, used to come in and like really make it shake for me. But it was awesome, and um, that's always what I look for in a good shaken drink. Is uh, it doesn't even like come off the side when you make no, it. No, it really doesn't. It like sticks. I think I am sold on egg whites forever oh, no. now. Look at this over here, because I haven't drank mine in a minute. Yeah. Guinness doesn't even do this. That's neat. You know what? You've ruined whiskey sours for me now. I can never order them out. No, of course Thanks. not. You're going to be like, oh, I need to call Phil, and he's going to have to go behind the bar and do this, because you can't. Do we have eggs? We just have eggs? What do you mean? Like at the restaurant? Yeah. Yeah, we always have eggs. <laughs> I'll do this. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you have any website you want to plug? Do you have any business that you're involved in that you would like to address? 
No, that's it. Right. I think. Well, I guess that's it. Did Cheers. You do the egg yolk? What's that? The egg yolks and the salt. Well, we were going to talk about that. Oh, we don't. We, don't, we don't have the salt. We don't have like we're not doing that. We're not, and they broke. Yeah, they're no good now. Well, I mean, I'm going to still eat them, but how are you going to eat them? Cook them and eat them. Look at how yellow they are. They're like they're really good yolks. How are you going to use these egg yolks? Do you want scrambled eggs? Are you hungry? You can make scrambled eggs with that. Yeah, like I'll I, add so a few you, more like eggs. The, the actual, and, oh, oh, yeah, because you don't want to waste that. Look at they're no, like dark orange. They're they're like perfect in nutrients and all that. That's Sold. not yellow. That's not like bright yellow or even yellow. No, like, that's orange. Do you know that you feed the, the chickens that lay these eggs a completely different diet? Like they take a special egg laying pellet. If you do it the way that I would do it, you'd let them eat like vegetable scraps and bugs. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Sean, yeah, you don't have to feed chickens. Sean used to buy special egg laying things because the uh, the chickens used to not lay the eggs that we needed. He had them all named. We had like Bubba and Linda and oh, Disco your Chicken. Sean, okay. Yeah, Sean. Disco Chicken. <laughs> Disco Chicken was the best. She had That's lovely so plumage. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he used to have to feed them a special like egg egg laying pellet. And cuz up to that point he wasn't getting any eggs and he kept and he was a little kid like I can't. I can't even tell you what age he was at that time because I now forget where I was mm-hmm. in that area. But he had to be like eight or nine tops. Like his voice hadn't changed yet, so he used to be like, "She's holding out on me on the eggs. If not, in the pot." And my dad used to be like, "You can't eat the chickens. Like it'd be like eating the cat." What happened to them? They started laying eggs. But what essentially happened to them? Like at the very end of their life? Oh, chicken hawks. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad all your chickens got eaten, though. Cause yeah, and we never got them, them again. It could be cool to get soup out of them. I know. You'd have but to that would be like pets. eating the pet. Right, but they make really good soup. Like, old hens, like, yeah. I heard that. I heard that old chickens make the worst meat but the best stock. Well, I think that we're reaching the end of the show. So, I mean, I guess that's it. Cheers. Okay. Thank you for listening to Drunk Botany. Visit us at drunkbotany.com to subscribe to the show for free, and we'll join you next week.